Anyone who's experienced a long-distance relationship can attest to how difficult it can be to be apart from your person. So whether you're in a long-distance relationship, thinking of entering one, or perhaps you just want some refreshing date ideas, we're going to share our tips on how to make long-distance work. She, a podcast for the non-traditional woman. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a a couple. couple. Join us as we break down the modern feminine experience and explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hey everyone and welcome to our 17th episode of SHE, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience and happy Pride Month to all our LGBTQ plus people and our allies. Yes, happy Pride Month and in honor of Pride Month in today's episode we're going to talk about our own tips for making long distance relationships easier since you know so many of us in the LGBTQ community either find ourselves doing long distance at some point or considering it. Yeah, long distance relationships are super common in the community and we're living proof that a long distance relationship can work, but you're definitely going to have to put some effort in at being in each other's lives. But before we get started, we want to shout out two women as our Women of the Week shout out, Mackenzie Farrington and Sarah Butler, who both separately DM'd us asking if we do an episode on long distance relationships. So since you both are experiencing long distance, hopefully we can offer you some helpful tips today. Yeah, we wanted to feature this topic within Pride Month, like Tiana said, because so many LGBTQ plus people find themselves in a long distance relationship. Yeah, they're very common in the community, like you said. And it makes sense, to be honest. You know, the the gay community is much smaller than the straight community. So sometimes you have to cast a wider net to be able to find what you're looking for. Exactly. Perhaps, you know, you come from a small town or somewhere where you're not able to be openly gay and you're open to looking elsewhere. Or in our case, we just happen to find each other even though we lived on opposite sides of the world and we were so into each other that we couldn't not do long distance. Yeah, and we mentioned in our last episode um, when we discussed how we met that Tiana and I did an 8,325 mile <laughs> long distance relationship, which is, you know, a 16 hour flight apart. So we definitely know a thing or two. It really doesn't get more long distance than that. <laughs> and we're not going to lie. It was really tough to be apart like that since mm-hmm. we're two people that really value physical touch and spending time in person. Exactly. Yeah, it was so difficult to not be with you in person at times. And we really looked forward to our time together and really made the most of the time we did spend in person. Yeah. So Sophie and I did long distance for a year before Sophie moved to LA and we moved in together. And in that year, we really came up with unique tips to help with being apart from each other. Yeah, well, we had to. I mean, we wanted to spend time together. So we'd come up with creative ideas um, and ways to do that. Yeah, so today we're going to chat about our eight tips that we implemented to help with long distance. And these personally worked for us and, you know, made us feel a lot closer to each other. So hopefully they'll work for you guys as well. Yeah, and it was especially difficult on us doing long distance because um, I was a flight attendant um, traveling internationally. So I'd always be on a different time zone. And I would have to have like a world clock on my phone to calculate what what time it was where you were, remember? And Mm -hmm. like... Plus, you'd send me your flight roster so I could keep up with where you were and when. (laughs) Yeah, we'd plan different dates uh, in different time zones all the time. And we'd always make time for each other to talk because that was important to us. Like we'd always plan ahead. Yeah, so really there's no excuse as to why someone can't make time for you if you are in the same city as each other. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So this brings us to our first tip, which is in our opinion, our most important tip for long distancers. And uh, that's to have an end goal. Yep, this is a big one that a lot of people overlook. 
you know, are you doing long distance for the foreseeable future with no end goal? If so, you have to ask yourself if you're content with that. It really helps your relationship in a healthy way to discuss an end goal. And if you can to set one, you know, when are you going to be in the same city? How much longer do you have to go apart? These are important questions that will also make you both feel better about doing long distance. You know, if there's an end in sight, you can count down to it. Yeah, because both of your end goals may involve being with each other, but maybe both of you want to stay in your own location and not move. So true. And, you know, it can be the case where you both want the other person to move to you because you don't want to pack up your life and move to a new location. So these are things that are important to communicate um, to each other about. I personally could not wait to leave Dubai. (laughs) You were excited to come here. Yeah, I had the best time in Dubai, don't get me wrong. And I have the best memories. And I always knew it was temporary, but I never felt that it suited me as a city. Like it just, it wasn't my city. Yeah. Plus it's illegal to be gay in the UAE. So I Cherry on top of like I'm leaving. Um, Yeah, so it was easy for me to make that decision to leave. And, you know, I love you and I love LA. So I was excited about the possibility of moving there once we were getting closer and we were talking about our future together. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we always had an end goal in mind. You know, you knew you were only going to be flying for a year longer. You were kind of ready to move on. So we had discussed that really early on and it gave us like something to look forward to and to count Mm -hmm. down to Mm -hmm. and you know a long distance relationship without an end goal can lead to disappointments and can lead to arguments like you know well when are you going to move here or why don't you ever come and see me yeah I know exactly a lot of arguments and long distance relationships stem from not having an end goal yeah so talk about it with your partner if you haven't already but that is definitely something you know that helps earlier on um so this brings us to our second point and that is to communicate often but decide what works best for you and your partner yeah we're always big fans of communication yeah and I remember when we were doing long distance I would be like googling like tips for long distance relationships and I saw a lot of info out there saying you know don't communicate excessively which you know okay I understand you don't want to feel like you have to talk 12 hours a day Mm. but for us like we really wanted to be in constant contact and we didn't want to go days without talking or even a day where all we did was like send one text Mm -hmm. you know we really wanted the other person to feel involved in the other's day and you know, a part of our day. So we actually believe it's important to communicate as often as you like to and to really make time for each other to talk. Yeah, every couple will define this differently and what works best for them. And, you know, maybe one phone call a day is ideal for your schedule or one long weekly video chat. But one long weekly video chat like you and I did like 14 hours one <laughs> a few days I should say yeah I was on a layover once and it was a uh, very boring so I literally called you for like yeah about like, 12 or 14 hours um spent yeah, the I'm, whole day together I took you around the city that I was in and everything yeah so quirky things like this um we did but yeah um Like Tiana said, we felt it was really important to communicate often. And it's really about the quality of the communication, you know, and not the quantity. You don't have to be in each other's ear the whole time, but the other person is going to want to actually like hear about your day when they ask you. Um, So one of the things that I used to do because I was often not available when I was working because I was flying and, you know, there was no Wi-Fi, so I couldn't text you. Um, But yeah, I would write down things that happened to me like throughout the day. So, you know, a funny story I heard or a horrible passenger on my flight, um, (laughs) whatever, you know, like an idea for a date night that I had. You know, I would jot all of these 
things down because I knew I would forget <laughs> and I would tell you about them you know later on when we finally spoke on the phone you asked me like you know how was your day I would actually have something things to, to tell say you, you yeah know? it's important so I wanted to fill you in on exactly how my day was I, mean, I wanted to involve you yeah just as you would um if we were in the same city you know couples in the same city they'll meet up like daily sometimes and say oh how'd your day go and you would recap that so mm-hmm. it's important to kind of like act like that still yeah and you know communication as well can really help create trust within a relationship you know especially at the beginning when you're still getting to know one another and our third tip um goes hand in hand with our second point about communication and that is you know include your partner in your day yeah and you know sure you may be long distance but Sophie and I used to send videos and photos of our day and sometimes you know before the other person even woke up because we were in different time zones so we'd both really feel a part of each other's day when we would wake up to like all the photos and videos of mm-hmm. things you did that day yeah, even like, if it was simple yeah do you remember that one day um I had like a bunch of things to do in in the city and when I was in Dubai and uh while Tiana slept because our time difference was literally 12 hours <laughs> so while I was about doing like my things or my running my errands Tiana was asleep and I remember I took pictures of everything I was doing to show you my day um yeah. and, and you wanted to show me Dubai yeah because you hadn't been there at that point um so yeah, I wanted to show you my day-to-day life in, in Dubai and I took pictures walking to the metro, on the metro, in the mall, like just everything, just to show you like I what I was that. doing. You know? I woke up and I saw like 55 <laughs> messages and I just about Sorry. had like a heart attack. <laughs> I was like, what happened? But yeah, I just thought it was like a fun way to include you in like literally what I was seeing every day that you hadn't seen yet. You know, you didn't know this part of my life. Um, so that, yeah, when you woke up, then you could see my whole day, like yourself. And yeah, it was just a fun way to include you in that. Yeah, we were big on including each other in each other's day. And I even sent Sophie a voice note that she set as as her morning alarm, like as if I was beside her waking her up in the morning. And she like kind of did the same for me. I think you sent me something that I just put as my alarm. But it was so nice hearing your voice, you know, when I'm waking up. Yeah, I know. And it was also really sad realizing that you weren't actually there with me uh, when I woke up so you know many times I would hear my alarm and think you were really there next to me and then I realized you weren't um so yeah I mean it was a quirky way for me to have you close because as soon as I would hear your voice I would just hop up out of bed and call you um and it was bittersweet because it made me miss you like loads more but um I still loved it and um yeah so this is definitely something you know something really special that you can do you know replace that awful alarm ringtone that you hate hearing in the morning and set it as your person's voice with a good morning message yeah and even just on that note another tip within like including your partner in your day is to send each other voice notes instead of texts when you can you know when you're long distance hearing your partner's voice can make all the difference you know and just hearing your voice so when you'd send me voice notes I was able to understand your mood your tone how you were feeling and it gives so much more insight to a person than just a text absolutely and for those that don't know this is how Tiana proposed to me Ah, uh, yeah that's true actually yeah Tiana um compiled all of our voice notes that we had sent to each other over the year doing long distance and uh, the amazing video editor that she <laughs> is um yeah she made like a conversation style video with like our voice notes and pictures and videos so we sent each other a lot of voice notes and and I cut it together like a conversation like so Mm -hmm. you know I played that video for soap and then proposed at the end of it 
Yeah, so we definitely have a year's worth of um, voice notes. So um, send voice notes. Yeah. Well, and another thing we would do is make Spotify playlists for each other. Remember, like we were really big on that. Mm-hmm. And we would send them on special occasions or, you know, when we couldn't be with each other, like for birthdays or if like even the other achieved like a goal of theirs. We'd yeah, be like, here's a playlist to I celebrate. I loved the playlists. Yeah, we would like always create one for each other. And they're always like... These are like ways, you know, to communicate and play around, you know, with including each other in your life. You know, here's a playlist like I made this for, you know, your birthday or whatever, you know. Yeah. And music can be so emotional. So it can pull out like the happiness and and the emotional side of you as well, like correlating with a certain event. So, yeah, Yeah, we get to introduce each other to new songs as well. So that's always cool. Um, Which brings us to our fourth tip. Yeah. And that is to plan fun and creative date nights via FaceTime or phone call just as you would in person. So, you know, just because you're doing long distance doesn't mean you can't go on dates. And even though we talk every day, we would set aside a time a week in advance to have an actual date night where we'd dedicate all our focus to each other. Yeah, and you know, we had the added obstacle of not being able to FaceTime or video call at all when I was in Dubai because Uh. Dubai, they blocked phones and computers from having the capability to make a video call. So yeah, we didn't know that. (laughs) Another reason why I was like, I am out of here. Um, But yeah, a great example of roadblocks that you're going to meet along the way, Um, you know, in a long distance relationship, you know, it's going to be difficult at times but like we dealt with ours you know the video call was definitely an obstacle yeah um but yeah video calls being blocked in the UAE was a major annoyance for us so I mean I would look forward to calling you on a layover when I was um in a country that permitted basic video calls because I just couldn't well we would always find our way around it though like even when you were in Dubai like Dubai so a few sneaky apps you know and Mm. like Sophie (laughs) would always have to use a VPN which would literally drive us insane like Mm. do you remember how unreliable they were oh my god those vpns were (laughs) awful um we'd spend like 20 minutes just trying to get one to connect you know and then um yeah we'd always try and plan our date nights for when i'd be outside of the uae um so we could take advantage of the good internet connection and as for the actual date nights themselves like we'd get really creative you know some of the stuff we would do where we'd have game nights so we'd play you know 21 questions or never have I ever or would you rather you know things like that and uh, we really got to know each other a lot more by playing these games. Yeah and we even made up our own games that we'd say like okay choose five questions that are about blank you know like life sex whatever that you want to ask me and we'll discuss and Mm. oh my god my favorite was when we would play fill in the blanks and I I totally forgot about that up until recently um so we would come up with like five or ten fill in the blanks for each other like blank reminds you of me or my dream vacation with you is blank yeah yeah I loved them yeah we played that even if we were just like bored on the phone with yeah. each other and they're really great ways to get to know each other as well um yeah I also remember us playing a game of both Irish and Canadian <laughs> slang and we would make like a list um that the other person would have to decode like I would give you some like crazy Irish words that like nobody outside of Ireland would know and you'd have to guess what they meant yeah it yeah. helped us both understand each other more and the slang terms like we use since we're from different countries Mm -hmm. so it wasn't a bad idea (laughs) yeah and I was also always a big fan of (laughs) you're gonna laugh taking baths together like virtual baths and obviously like when we were together we would take a bath but like when we weren't together we would um 
have date nights where we'd prop each other up like on the phone or laptop I mean <laughs> not like actually and we'd get into the bath and have a chat and relax and have a glass of wine and Aww. yeah we were so cute god yeah. it was so hard it was, it was really, really hard. hard we this is like how creative we would have to get because it was really we difficult missed each other and it was very yeah we really did miss each other so virtual bath nights yeah. they are possible <laughs> <laughs> well another thing we would do which brings us to our fifth tip is use apps to connect and stay in touch throughout the day when you're not talking and you know this may seem like an obvious one but some of the apps we use like we would get creative even within our apps mm. so we would play Pictionary every day on like the app draw something if you're mm-hmm. a fan yeah it's basically just Pictionary yeah it's so much fun and we would play um beer pong yeah, yeah, virtual beer pong. I didn't pong. know that was a thing. And it's actually really fun and addictive. It just gets um, you like to like laugh, especially like draw something Pictionary. Like I would draw things for you and I'm like a horrible artist. And yeah, like, just to just make you laugh. Such a laugh. And it was another like platform for us to communicate on as well because you could write messages on it. And just like I would comment on your awful drawings. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, and the beer pong, like, you know, I would be in Dubai or I'd be in whatever random city and you'd be in LA and it was, we would be playing beer pong with each other. You yeah, know? Like, like in so- real time and another app we used that was like super beneficial at least for us because we did have you know once again that end goal Mm -hmm. we downloaded a countdown app so we'd have a countdown app to seeing each other or also like moving in together together. yeah yeah. Yeah. so you know find an app that works for you guys you know maybe it's like a certain game you you love if it's like battleship or something like that like you can go ahead and download it together and yeah we tried battleship that didn't work I have no idea how to play that game it's awful um so yeah our sixth uh tip on helping with long distance is plan in advance when you're going to see each other. I was so envious of couples that had this option you know since Sophie would only get her flight roster only a couple weeks in advance we couldn't really plan much as to when we would see each other so Sophie sometimes would tell me two weeks before that she got an LA flight and would be coming here. Mm, Yeah it was a mess. (laughs) The only thing that we could plan was when I had like um, leave like vacation time so I'd take a week or two off and come spend it uh, with Tiana in LA. And even then, like the approval for time off would sometimes only be like, it could be the last minute. Yeah. I remember I had like some last minute like leave that I could take. So I remember when you asked for time off and it was granted literally the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had this whole weekend planned for us in Santa Barbara. So I was banking on like <laughs> you getting that vacation approved. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if you're able to as a couple plan when you're going to see each other because it wasn't always that easy for for us to you know book flights or if you're within driving distance you know arrange what weekend you're going to spend with your significant other because you know that's not something that we had the advantage of doing so if you do definitely like get planning yeah take advantage of the fact if you can like plan in advance you know um so this brings us to our seventh point and that is to send thoughtful gifts and surprises to each other so this is less about you know money and sending an expensive gift and more so putting thought behind it so for instance Sophie would return from a long flight sometimes and I know she would be starving and (laughs) you gotta make it sound like an awful job (laughs) I would just be working so much I wouldn't get a chance to eat (laughs) yeah it's true and when we were apart I would order her a pizza so she could eat when she got home or you know I'm laughing because this is just it's true true. I would always send you pizzas because you would be hungry or we'd send like flowers even just with a personal message or there was one time I sent her a plush pig to cuddle with because we'd talked about how much like you know we missed each other and wanted to cuddle and we had this like obsession with pigs and (laughs) owning a pig one day so it was more like the thought behind our gifts and 
almost like comforting the other person. Yeah, we would always be sending each other things like this. And it's not, yeah, it's, we don't mean expensive gifts. We just mean quirky stuff that makes the other smile. Yeah. And like it was a surprise, you know, if I heard the doorbell and there was a pizza there and I'm like, oh, I didn't order this, but it was for me. But thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Like another thoughtful gift that I gave to you that didn't cost me a penny was, you know, I I wrote poetry for you, which I think was beautiful poetry. Quite like eccentric. Well, yeah, yeah, you did. And for those that don't know, you know, Sophie is an amazing poet and wrote a book that she published this year called Mm -hmm. Company Alone. And when we met, you already had finished the book and I was one of the very first people to read it. So I got to know you so much more just from reading your words. And I loved when you would write me poetry and, you know, send it to me or read it out on one of our dates. And it meant a lot and it was very personal. So it's about letting the person know that you're thinking of them. Yeah, it was exactly that. You know, some people write songs, other people send pizzas. I wrote you poetry. (laughs) And some people create notes folders and share it with each other. Yeah, and that's another thing we (laughs) did. And that is our eighth tip. So that is to create a notes folder on your phone and share it with each other. And what we mean by that is, you know, one thing that we did that really helped us to look forward to our future together and our time with each other in person was to create a collaborative notes folder on our phones. And, you know, we both have iPhones, so I don't know if Android has this option, but I'm sure there's an app. (laughs) But we'd make collaborative notes like vacations to go on or movies to watch together. Yeah, and uh, restaurants to visit together or, you know, things for our home for when we were going to move in together. This was something, you know, exciting that we could do. Like it was like a way of visualizing our future together, Um, you know, like vacations or even just like when we wore gonna finally see each other and we could like watch a movie together you know we would create create separate notes of yeah basically things we wanted to do and you know one day I would see that you know Tiana added a new nose and you know you'd get giddy and excited and it's yeah it really gets you excited for when you're gonna see each other next and um just creating a collaborative folder that I could see that you would update and that yeah like you said or that I would update and you definitely get giddy when you see like your person put in a new idea yeah, and, like, and make an it? effort yeah and like I said earlier it's a great way to get to know each other it's it's practical you know you're actually planning to do things together so we were always creating these notes we love them we still do today even like the shopping yeah. list we, <laughs> we have a shopping list notes and if I think of something I'll write it in and then you'll get the notification that I added something and then you'll add yeah. something if you think of whatever, that's something so. we've definitely taken from um, the long distance relationship and brought it into now that we're living together mm-hmm. um, so just out of everything we talked about what would be your takeaway on this topic for anyone in a long distance relationship or just you know a reflection on like when we did it yeah um, I'll keep it very short and sweet I think I'll just you know reflect on our time doing long distance relationship because the eight tips that we discussed are you know beneficial and concise and we already went through them so I just want to say that it was very difficult at times but we valued our relationship so much and cared so much about each other that the long distance was minuscule in comparison to how much we cared about each other and I just want to say that I'm really proud of us. Ah, so that's all. So what's your takeaway? Well, mine's kind of long now that I think of it, but (laughs) my biggest takeaway is that long distance relationships can work, but they're not for everybody. They require trust, commitment, emotional maturity, patience, flexibility, and you have to have excellent communication and not just, oh, we talk every day, but we talk about honest and real things with each other and 
we are comfortable communicating about our feelings. You know, it requires being honest with yourself and your partner, checking in with yourself and the person you're dating. And even just as a reflection, before I met Sophie, I was the most impatient person ever. (laughs) And I never thought I would, you know, be able to withstand a long distance relationship. But I recognized that Sophie was my person and that our relationship was so different. So I learned how to be patient. That's something you've taught me, Soph. You know, I've learned a lot from our year of long distance. And my biggest advice to anyone, like we said before, is if you're in a long distance relationship or thinking of entering one, you need to have a clear end goal. So, you know, don't be afraid to be open to the possibility that your person may not live in your city. And if you're someone who can handle how tough it can get at times and how much you'll miss someone, then this will only make you stronger. Tiana, that was perfect perfect I don't think we need to say anymore thanks I'm emotional even after that are you going to propose to me again I feel <laughs> yeah. like you are <laughs> yeah another proposal <laughs> so that wraps up today's episode we would love to hear your stories and how you're living a non-traditional life as a woman so keep them coming and follow us on Instagram at shifting her experience and send us a DM to be featured as our next woman of the week make sure you download rate and review our podcast and share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic And let us know if you're doing a long distance relationship and how it's going. Yeah, let us know if you have any other tips that are working for you. See you next Tuesday. Bye.